1: to the Raiders Insider Podcast on CSNCalifornia.com, brought to you by the Evergood Sausage Company, celebrating 90 years in the Bay Area.
0: Welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of CSN California's Raiders Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Bear, and this week we're going to be speaking with quarterbacks coach Todd Downing. Who has an additional challenge on his plate heading into Sunday's regular season finale against Denver because he has to get backup quarterback Matt McGloin prepared to face the Broncos and any other team that may come up against the Raiders during their postseason run? Now, Derek Carr suffered a broken right fibula during Saturday's victory over the Indianapolis Colts, which has thrust McGloin into the spotlight. And Downing believes that the Penn State alum is fully ready for this challenge and that he can do pretty much anything else that Derek Carr could run in this very complicated yet very efficient and productive Raiders offense. So with no further ado, Todd Downing. Our guest on this week's edition of the Raiders Insider Podcast is quarterbacks coach Todd Downing. And, Todd, I did want to obviously talk to you this week because, you know, you guys are going through somewhat of a transition period in terms of your starting quarterback. Sure. And, uh, you know, I I, I guess that my first question is, given the time of the year that it is um, and you have the playoffs coming up, what sort of unique challenges are there at this time of year trying to get a guy like Matt ready to go and and uh, ready to play?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me back on. I'm I'm expecting a hat or a T-shirt or something here at one of these times, but uh, <laughs> you have to squeeze that into the budget. No, it's uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for Matt. We're excited for him. Um, you know, this is a obviously an exciting time of the year for the entire team. Uh, and when you go through a quarterback change at any point in the season, there's a little bit of an adjustment. But certainly when you're Uh, playing for the AFC West title and and going into the playoffs, you know, it adds a uh, heightened sense of interest in it. But Matt's a consummate professional. You know, he's been preparing since week one like he's a starter, and uh, that's what's going to transition well for us is that there's no big change in his preparation or his approach, Uh, and the team has seen that since week one. You know, so there's a lot of confidence in Matt and his abilities. And, uh, you know, we understand that Matt's going to do it a little bit differently than Derek, but we don't expect a big drop-off.
0: Uh, just in having worked with Matt over the last two years, in, in what ways have you seen him evolve and grow as
1: a quarterback? Well, I think, you know, every coaching staff has their own uh, style and personality, and, and they expect different things, whether it be out of your practice demeanor, uh, the way you run a huddle, uh, how fast you get through progressions. You know, there are different things that each staff's going to uh, demand of you. And Matt's done a great job of just adapting a couple things. Uh, that we identify with him early. We wanted him to kind of tweak and adjust. Um, He's really become extremely confident in his knowledge of the system and and operating in the context of the offense. And, uh, you know, I I think we've probably seen the most growth with him just in his leadership, his command of the huddle, and being able to know exactly uh, how to run the show.
0: uh, Bill and Derek had both kind of talked about that that he had a certain amount of freedom at the line of scrimmage, and that's part of what you guys – install in your offense is is to give guys options based upon what they see does Matt Matt have the same type of freedom to make those types of checks and things like that
1: yeah we you know we demand out of the quarterbacks all the quarterbacks uh, to be able to run the system uh, as though they were the starter like I said from week one on so we don't anticipate changing that or or making it uh, you know any less complex for Matt you know Mm -hmm. we don't feel like we have to water down the offense for him Um, you know it's plug and play as far as we're concerned
0: and that that like that must be a real benefit to you just to have a guy who knows the system who's smart enough to be able to do all the things that you're going to ask of him. Just in terms of an on-field uh, you know skill set, a lot of fans haven't seen him play very much since back when since since back in 2013 what type of on-field skill set like, can they expect like we've seen certain you know balls thrown where he clearly has some arm strength and he clearly has some confidence to fit it into a tight window. It's like how would you describe him as a uh, quarterback
1: well first of all I think people will see quickly that he does have the arm talent to make any throw in the pass catalog uh, that's not something that you know, we feel is an inhibiting factor at all. I think you'll know, actually be quite impressed with that. Um, secondly, he's got great field vision. You know, Matt can get through progressions quickly because he understands and can diagnose defense as well. Um, he's a little bit more mobile than people give him credit for. So, you know, I don't think that uh, movement throws are a problem for him or anything like that. So uh, we're excited to see uh, see him put those attributes on display, and I, I think people will be most impressed with his ability to attack all parts of the field.
0: I think lots of people like to say that that he plays with a chip on his shoulder and he, through his entire backstory of being a walk-on, then going to Penn State, being an undrafted guy here. Uh, do you see him play with that? Do you buy into that storyline? Or maybe once he gets on the field, he... He, did, he doesn't necessarily play angry. Yeah,
1: it's funny to me because I, I feel like every backup quarterback in the NFL is a uh, fiery competitor, <laughs> try hard, smart <laughs> right. guy. You know, they, they, they get all those, all those tags he uh, and he certainly is those things. You know, he wouldn't be here uh, playing at this level if he wasn't competitive, if mm-hmm. he wasn't fiery, if he didn't. Uh, play with a chip on his shoulder. I don't necessarily look at it as playing with a chip on his shoulder. I look at it as Matt knows he has an opportunity to, to prove uh, his value, his belonging in this league. Uh, and so he's excited about that opportunity. To me, it's not, I'd call it passion, not a chip on the shoulder. Right, and it
0: definitely seems like he he's excited for this opportunity. And to, to have a guy who's supremely confident, like maybe you don't have to say, hey, you can do this against the Denver Broncos. He's going to walk onto the field feeling like he can win.
1: Yeah, theres I don't have to sell it to Matt. I don't have to sell <laughs> Matt to Matt. Right. <laughs> you know, that's that's one nice thing. You're not dealing with a, a wet-behind-the-ears rookie that all of a sudden his first real game action, he's going up against the one of the top defenses in football. You know, Matt's done it before, and he's made – big time throws and in you know real games Mm -hmm. to uh you know receivers that are still around here some some receivers that uh are new Mm -hmm. and you know matt's gonna go out and operate just fine because he believes in himself and his teammates believe in
0: you know and i guess this is more of a general question but uh, trying to get a backup quarterback ready to go at a moment's notice when he's not going to have a, like as many practice reps, and you did that with Matt, and he kind of can come right in. Doing that with Connor now, like, what are the challenges to make sure that those guys are just as ready to go as your starter?
1: Yeah, a few questions ago, you were asking me about you know running the line of scrimmage and being able to make checks and things of that uh-huh. nature, and I kind of refer back to uh, our process. Uh, when discussing this question, is you know I demand out of the quarterbacks that they prepare and understand the game plan as though they're starting. That goes for Connor as well. Now Connor doesn't get as many reps during practice week, and. You know, uh, certainly hasn't had the time in the first team huddle and so on. But uh, Connor's a, a student of the game, and he's done a great job learning our system. I don't anticipate any uh, learning curve for him when it comes to uh, preparing as the number two now because he's prepared as the starter all along.
0: And just a couple of more Todd Downing-centric questions. Like, what's it been like to work with a guy like Bill Musgrave? He seems very – his scheme is obviously all-inclusive, but he seems to absorb a lot of input, that it's a real kind of group mentality. Yeah, it sure is. Game uh, plan.
1: Bill's an incredible guy to work for. He really is. It's it's a fun process for us as an offensive staff putting the game plan together. Um, You know, Bill has such a vast knowledge of different schemes and different systems, um, and it's able to – makes us able to kind of blend some things and be able to uh, tailor make it for our players which is fun and he's, uh, he's an energetic guy; it's fun to be around every day and you know, very blessed to work for him and just one last thing with you
0: kind of worked your way up you know through the coaching ranks and probably stayed up all night cutting video and you know analyzing this and you know operating practices like from your experience like has that really kind of taught you a lot about not only how teams run but football scheme you're learning from so many different people and different teams that must have been an interesting experience to get you to this point do you feel really confident in the base of knowledge that you have you know and everything Yeah, like that? I do.
1: It's uh, it's been a an incredible experience uh, my journey thus far and hopefully continues to develop and and, uh, last for a lot longer because I love what I do but um, you know going from an intern to bounce around different departments and Finally, cracking my way into coaching and then going over the defensive side of the ball in St. Louis and, and coming back and working uh, with quarterbacks where my passion is, you know, uh, it's just been incredible. And I, I feel like I've developed a well rounded uh, sense of this game, yeah, right. the business of it, the scheme of it. Uh, it it's been very unique, a, a very unique journey that, you know, it's kind of helped me uh, get a full understanding of what it takes to be around a winning culture. Now there will be
0: no T-shirts, but we are sponsored by the Evergood Sausage Company, so I can get you some Louisiana hot links next time I see you. (laughs) Grill them up; they're darn good stuff. Todd Todd Downing, thank you so much for joining the Raiders Insider Podcast. Best of luck against the Broncos. Thanks. Thanks to everyone for downloading and listening to this week's edition of the Raiders Insider Podcast, which is brought to you as it is every week by the Evergood Sausage Company, celebrating 90 years in the Bay Area. And we'll definitely have to get Todd Downing some Louisiana Hot Links For him showing up on this podcast, greatly appreciated, especially during such a busy week. So if you like this podcast and want to subscribe, feel free to do so on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll have another great guest coming up next week. The Raiders Insider Podcast on
1: CSNCalifornia.com.